Hello, Swoon Squad. Do you love Italian hotties, high fashion, grumpy sunshine romance, and brave heroines who take a later in life shot at their dream careers? Well, take a little sip of limoncello because you are going to want to say ciao bella to Kate Bromley's brand new rom-com, Ciao for Now. Hello, Swoon Squad. Welcome to While You Are Reading, a podcast for contemporary romance readers. I'm your host, USA Today bestselling romance author, Lisa Daly. So today on the show, I'm talking to Kate Bromley, who is the author of Ciao for Now, which I absolutely loved. And this book is really perfect for anyone who's ever thought that they would like to go back and, uh, you know, and take a do-over and have another shot at that life that, you know, that they really want, that dream life that they want. I love this book. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I am super excited because my guest today is the awesome, talented Kate Bromley, who you guys probably know because she is the author of Talk Bookish to Me, which I loved. I read this last year and loved, 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 loved it. And she has a brand new book out called Ciao for Now, which uh, comes out, uh, uh, I almost said January, <laughs> comes out June 6th, not January 6th. You guys have to wait a little longer. Uh, it is so, it was so good. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So Thank welcome you. to you. Thank Kate. you. Thank you so much for having me and for reading. I'm so grateful to be here talking with you. I I have to say I love this book. Why don't you give us just a quick overview of what it is about, just a little uh, elevator speech, and then I will tell you all the parts I loved. <laughs> okay, so Ciao for Now. Here she is, the beautiful cover. Ciao for Now is about a design student who she's a bit of uh, she's an adult student. She her life got a little off course, but now she is back and she is focused and she is going after her dream of becoming a fashion designer. And she is one of three students selected from her school to go to Rome for an internship where they will be designing and competing for a job back in New York. Um, so on her first day there, she goes on a coffee run gone terribly wrong. <laughs> and she has like a very unmeet cute with uh, our character named Matt. Um, and it ends up that Matt is the son of the professor that they'll be staying with while they're in Italy. So all the while, while she's trying to focus and work on her collection, she's also having to deal with this animosity and very inconvenient <laughs> chemistry that she has with Matt. Let me just say there is a lot of chemistry with Matt. Like the yeah. chemistry is fantastic. It just leaps off the page and sizzles. It's really, uh, really fantastic. I loved the opening scene that you described where she has this mishap in a coffee shop because I think it's what Vanessa Vale calls a ball rolling scene. Like it's right at the beginning and it's pretty disastrous yeah. uh, and it just sets the stage in such uh, in such an incredible way so there were lines that I pulled out of this book there's one that you say um, 
no one is universally like save for Bob Ross, our eternal lord of the landscapes. Yeah. Let me just say this is like this is one of those lines, you know, as a writer, that's kind of a throwaway line. Like you mm -hmm. don't like this is not, it has no impact on the plot. And right. yet it was such a delicious little line. It was, like it was one of those where I'm like, OK, I'm highlighting this for social media later. Because oh, my it was, God. Because it was such a great line. Thank you uh, so much. I don't even remember where it came from. I just remember thinking, I'm like, well, who's someone universally liked? And then I would remember, like, coming home from school, like, throwing off my backpack and, like, having a snack. Mm -hmm. And Bob Ross would just, like, be on the TV. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to watch for, like, two minutes. And then I'm like, a half Seven hour later. <laughs> exactly. 17 hours later. Okay. I don't know if you know this because your kids are young. But, like, People watch Bob Ross painting on Twitch. He's obviously been passed away for several years, but uh, but he lives on and on on Twitch. You can and go on anytime. Forever. Exactly, exactly. I think we all love Bob Ross. Uh, so one of the things that I love so much about this book is that it's set in Rome. I actually lived in Naples for about half a year. And so all the areas that you talk about in the book on the Amalfi Coast. So uh, Capri, which I- Right there. there right? Yeah. yeah. I spent <laughs> much time in Capri and Amalfi, Positano, all of those places. And so I really felt- that you did such a great job of capturing Rome because it's such a magical city. And so I was very curious because you had, you got so many details, right? Including, can I talk about the boat on Capri a little bit? I, mean, I feel like you can. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think it's too much. So if you ever go to Capri, <laughs> you the way to get into the Blue Grotto, what is that? La Grotta Azura. I can't remember how, how yeah. they, so if you ever go to the Blue Grotto, which is famous and you definitely should, you, the way that you do it is you get onto a boat and then you get on, and then you have to pay another guy and get onto a smaller boat and then you get onto another boat. And then basically <laughs> like you have these waves crashing against the rock and there's a little tiny hole in the rock and you mm -hmm. basically have to like it has to be this perfectly timed like thing yes. where you go through the hole and it's terrifying <laughs> and yes. I feel like no one ever communicates that in writing and yet here <laughs> you've done a wonderful job I felt like I had all those memories yes we have a lot of readers who love 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 the tropes and I think you have so many of my favorites in this book <laughs> We have the grumpy sunshine romance, which I'm a big fan of in, in real life and in fiction. <laughs> we have the hottie in the foreign land trope. Mm -hmm. We have a, a little, uh, I guess you already gave this one away. We have a little forced proximity. And then, I don't know, is Prosecco and Mozzarella de Buffalo, is that I mean, its own like trope? not, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? It should be its own trope. This book is tropealicious. Woo! Woo! I really, um, I really love that. I think one of the things that I thought was so fantastic about the book is there's so many great characters in the book, right? So we have the other design students, Holly and Marco, and they just feel like humans. You know, they're like, you really, really get to know them. Violet has this great, who's our main character. She has this great relationship with her sister, which is like really fantastic. But let's talk about the chemistry. <laughs> Because I think that's what, I mean, there is some really serious chemistry there. So I would like to know from you. First of all, 
because you really captured that like romance of Rome. Did you did you go or have you been or was this, did this all come your brain? I have been. I went. When was it? The end of my junior year in college. I went for four weeks uh, in the summer, and it was just like pure magic. You know, it was just an amazing trip. Uh, the group I was with was amazing, and it was we just went somewhere every weekend. You know, we went to Florence one weekend. We went to Capri one weekend. And it just always had such like a warm, wonderful place in my heart. And then I actually went back for my honeymoon. Uh, oh. My husband had never been. So I kind of got to show him all my favorite places. And we were there for, I think, nine or 10 days. And, you know, that's where I got like my blue grotto, you know, information, mm -hmm. things like that. And it's always whenever I try to write, I, you know, you, you enter this world for how many months, you know, like almost a year, you know, for a long time. Right. I'm like, where do I want to be <laughs> for a year? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> where do I want to be hanging out in my head for a year? And, you know, the answer was Rome. Right. Well, I think it's an excellent choice because oh. I feel like I had a little mini vacation. You just, oh. you just nailed the details. I mean, I don't, I don't know that if you haven't had that experience of spending sort of an extended period of time in a foreign country, how like magical those differences can be. And I feel like you did such a good job oh, with thank you so much. You're welcome with capturing, uh, with capturing that. And then uh, the other question I wanted to ask you about, because we have quite a delicious little grumpy sunshine relationship happening here, <laughs> which happens to be one of my favorites. I personally am a sunshine myself. Uh, <laughs> and I, I really loved the chemistry. And what I want to know is this is your, is this your third book? My third. Yes. So your last one was talk bookish to me and your first one was here for no. the drama. Oh, the other way around. First, yeah. And then here for the drama. Um, so it was kind of different because Talk Bookish to me is second chance romance. You know, they had an established past. Right. Here for the drama. It was kind of like instant chemistry, but they also had this like cool friend vibe going on too. Right. This was really my first like soup, like grumpy sunshine type of uh, situation. And it was just so much fun. <laughs> this is what I love about this trope. It's fun. I think it's fun to be in if you're cool with that kind of personality. I think mm -hmm. it's great. To, like there is something really magical about he hates everyone but you mm -hmm. um, or most everyone but you. Okay. Uh, he loves his mother, which is, you know, always a good sign with a gentleman. Yes. But I think that there's something like, you know, obviously the reader knows immediately where it's going to go. And it's just the tension all the way throughout the story is just so yummy. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's tricky sometimes too to write because I feel like I wrote another version of the opening. And it's like, you have to get just the right amount of animosity because like mm -hmm. too much. And it's like, right. I don't like you. Like, I don't want her to get with you. Like, you're not nice. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. So it was very, I did so many versions of the first chapter just to try to get it just the way that I wanted it. And I'm just so happy with how it turned out. You should be. I'm pretty sure you picked the right one. It's a, it's a pretty great opening. You're really sucked in like immediately from the first page. And this is one of those books where you're like, yes, I know I had plans to watch Supernatural with you, honey, but I just have a few more pages. <laughs> you did an excellent job. Oh, so to hear. Yeah, right. So speaking of books and and um 
things that make you, you know, tingle in the night. Um, that sounds really smutty, but it is a romance podcast. So I think we're okay with that. So one of the things that I like to do is talk about what you've been reading recently. And I know you've mentioned earlier, you have small kids. And so we all understand that that means like sometimes just the back of a can. Yeah. So we're going to expand recently to mean anytime in the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> what have you read at some point in your life you think is one of those books that, you know, that just doesn't get enough attention? What would you recommend to me, even though we, we've been besties for like a good 15 minutes now? <laughs> I feel like the two that stuck out to me the most but I feel like they have gotten pretty good attention was um obviously the hating game you know the hating game I love yeah and then it happened one summer oh my gosh I love that book OMG I love it so much I was ready to like pack my bags and move yes for like I'm just gonna start a new life in by the sea and that's it I'm married but I'm gonna find a fisherman and (laughs) or maybe you could you know convince your current husband to change careers it was so good and I don't know if it was because like I'm a huge Schitt's Creek super fan and I knew that she kind of drew inspiration from one of the characters and it just made me love it like all the more like I would have loved it anyways but then kind of having the voices in my head I just I couldn't get I devoured it I devoured it (laughs) love that I absolutely love that both excellent excellent picks my recommendation for you maybe I should pick a thinner one because I do know you're super busy right now um I I need recommendations this book Upsy Daisy by Chelsea Edwards rich girl poor boy both wanting to change their lives when they go to college and she just is a beautiful writer and I really really loved this book and I, and I just, this is the first book that I've ever read by Chelsea Edwards. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was really, really wonderful. Has um, great dialogue and just quite sizzly. I love it. I'm obsessed with dialogue. Add to cart. Right. <laughs> exactly. I want to talk about Capri really fast one more time. Because I, right. I always <laughs> I had so many memories of my time in Italy when I was reading um, Ciao for Now. And one of them was Capri. So I, like you, I too spent an entire summer in Italy. And it, unlike Florida, where I live now, where every place is air conditioning, <laughs> no place was air conditioned. Mm-hmm. And it was impossible to find an ice cube and a drink (laughs) for months and months I lit which you wouldn't think that ice would be such a luxury Mm -hmm. but the first place in like three months I found an ice cube was on Capri and they served me a coke with ice and a little lemon and I drank it like that for years it was so fancy and right and also the ice felt so luxurious at the time (laughs) Also, there's so you do such a lovely job of of describing the just the romance of Capri. It's this little island, and there are all these little nooks and crannies, which I think is such a romantic, wonderful thing. There is a hotel that you write about in Capri, which I was not familiar with, and I would like to know if it is a real place because I would like to book a trip there. <laughs> well, I did. I changed the name. I think I just made up the name. But I did base it on where we stayed in our honeymoon, um, where we stayed on our honeymoon. We stayed there for, I think, two nights. And I think it like took up half of our budget, like half of our honeymoon <laughs> budget 
Yes. My husband's like, are you sure? I'm like, no, like I'm telling you, like, this is the right decision. We have to do it. Like we should like just have luxury for like two days. Like, let's just have it. Yes. And it, oh my God, like I felt like such an intruder imposter, but it was so much fun. It was so fancy. Like I really felt like I snuck into a party and I was about to get kicked out. Like it was <laughs> so nice. And that room was true. Like the way that I walked into the hotel, that all happened. Like they just take, like, there's no check-in desk. They just take your stuff and you go chill out. And it was just so fancy dreamy. And I don't, I don't know that I stole the Cokes or did I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I too would steal the, I, I, I was <laughs> like, they're oh, all free. They're all right? free. We're, we're, and I, we were twins. I too have a weird affection for um, Cokes in glass, in little tiny glass bottles. I don't know why. You just can't. There's just, they're so good. They're so good. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. For Christmas, we would each get like a six pack of uh, (laughs) glass bottle Cokes. And it was like, a thrill it was like the most exciting thing ever the best gifts I think are the ones that are just like inside jokes that only the two of you would get like Mm -hmm. I once got uh Mike my significant other uh whiteboard which I know right you're like "Mm, okay that's not very exciting (laughs) but for us it was me saying like I think that you are a phenomenal writer and I believe that you are going to write this novel and here is how you're going to plot it out and I bought him the whiteboard that he could roll around so he could and it was it's still in his office (laughs) I know right so I love that you guys would give each other little tiny bottles of coke it's uh or of whatever it's delightful it's delightful (laughs) also I have to say not that I generally confess things but um the smuttiest thing I ever did was on Capri and I'm just gonna leave it on that But it was, but it's quite the inspiration. And I'm so glad that you went back there in Chow for Now, because for me, it was like a delight to remember all these things. And also it was like taking a little mini vacation when I really Mm -hmm. needed one. And I think that's probably one of the things I love the most about this book was that it was such an escape. It felt like it was romantic and it was funny and it was and it had great characters and I could visualize all those people. Um, the professor whose name is escaping me right now, but who wore all the caftans. Yes, Professor Leone. <laughs> right. You think that we could bring caftans back? I saw that. Did you see Daisy in the six or uh, Daisy Jones I'm in the six? Right now. Don't I'm you like, want to bring caftans back? I want to feel the way. I want to feel like I have wings. I know. I know. Absolutely true. Kate, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Where can readers find out more information about you? Yes, you can find out more on my website, kateromley.com, or you can find me on Instagram at kateromleywrites. Very nice. All right. Well, thanks so much, everybody. We will see you next time. Remember, if you're reading, you're doing something awesome. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay, Swoon Squad, if you would like to win a copy of Chow for Now by Kate Bromley, all you need to do is go to the website whileyouareading.com and right down there at the bottom, you can enter to win this week's book giveaway. So we're going to be giving away a paperback of Chow for Now by Kate Bromley and you definitely don't want to miss this. This was actually one of my favorite books I've read so far this summer. That's a good giveaway. All right, my swoonies. Will you be my book boyfriend? Okay, so Matt is kind to his mother. 
He will support your dreams. He's always Natalie dressed. The fact that he can dress himself is, I always think, a plus. Uh, he's super steamy with the flirty banter. This guy really does know how to flirt. And, and he'll whisk you off to a super fancy resort hotel on the island of Capri and take you to the Blue Grotto. The keeper meter says this guy is a four-ring book boyfriend. Do you want to win a copy of Kate Bromley's brand new book, Chow for Now? Well, all you've got to do is head on over to whileyouwereading.com. That's whileyouwereading.com. And just at the bottom of the page there, you can enter to win a copy of this week's book of the week. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. Uh, Kate Bromley, again, thank you so much for being here with us. And ciao for now. Tropalicious, my friends. All right.